I mean, these are the things that I think about. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy O. And your girl Rocky. What's good? <laughs> um, so happy Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so today our episode is going to be about um, the LGBTQ community. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to have a good time. I hope for those who don't normally listen to things like this, <laughs> I would say listen with an open mind. Please do. <laughs> um, and for those who identify as such, like a part of the community, um, just know that we're trying to be an ally. If you have any feedback for us, please let us know. Yeah, we're really, um, you know, like you said, trying to be allies, trying to make sure that we're supportive, but as as, as those who are black <laughs> Africans living in America, <laughs> um, we know what it's like when allies like overstep their bounds. So we're very aware of that, and we're very conscious of like just you know knowing our role and being curious rather than like you know trying to act like we already know what every situation is. I hate that. What? <laughs> so if there are anybody, is there anybody from that community or anybody outside that community who just may know of something that I'm saying wrong or I'm saying that's uh, like maybe out of date because I'm not in the community, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't keep up with everything. Yeah, let me know. I don't mind that. Check me. <laughs> um, with that being said, let's hop up into this thing. I have one more thing. Oh, okay. um, we are very, very heteronormative through our show, but that's just because we're coming from our experiences. We don't mean yeah. to be. We would hope, you know, once we have Q and A's, that we could have actual conversations with those in the community. So you know, and if, if, if there is a different narrative, right? And if there is like a a podcast with um, queer people oh, or there, people from that community, plenty um, black queer people in the community. <laughs> In Oakland, locally, uh-huh. I would love to shout them out. Shit, I was thinking work with them. Work with them, shout them out, all that. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, now we, we can hop up. <laughs> all right, so first, well, first there was gay, which was interesting because gay, just before it was attached to the community, meant happy. Like, right. I have a cousin, an older cousin, whose name is gay. It's spelled with an E on the end. But it's so interesting. Like <laughs> Just like Marvin Gay. Yeah. Like. And you know what? I, I heard he changed that just because of that um, name. It's original, originally spelled G-A-Y. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard that. He changed oh. it specifically for that reason. And then I hear he was bi, at least. I did not know. Well, you know, everything's coming out now. Quincy Jones will be spilling tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so first there was gay. And then there was lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I've always known the tea to be associated with it. But this was like before the transgender movement. It was always LGBT. Mm-hmm. 
So what? Maybe it'll reveal in this. But yeah, it was. So it was gay, and then it was lesbian, and then it like those were the just two terms, and then homosexual community. But then somewhere, nah. Like at first, to my knowledge, it was just that. Really? Bi didn't come in until the LGBT community. Like it was LGBT first. Like the first acronym was LGBT. Yeah, but B is in there. Bi. I know, but I'm saying the only two identifiers that was outside of. That was no, not even. I mean, it wasn't used as an acronym. It was just well, yeah, gay no. and lesbian. Yeah, no, I as I'm saying, saying when I, to my, to my knowledge, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. This is just from my personal knowledge of the community. The mm-hmm. only first acronym that I remember is LGBT. Mm-hmm. I and that. that was like when I was younger. I don't know how old, but that was like the first acronym, mm-hmm. LGBT. So now, more commonly, it's the LGBTQ, and expand, baby, and like that's the more common referred acronym. But we know that it's more like LGBTQIA. Um, Some have associated with P, but if you're like in the community, it's LGBTQIA type of thing. But um, those who have experience in the community. But anyways. Let's get into what all these fucking letters mean. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So L, lesbian, a woman who is primarily attracted to women. G, gay, a man who is primarily attracted to men, sometimes a broad term for individuals primarily attracted to the same sex. So gay could mean a man being attracted to a man Mm -hmm. or gay just means you in the community or and or you're homosexual. B, bisexual, an individual attracted to people of their own and opposite gender. Mm-hmm. That's very specific the way they worry that. I like that. Mm-hmm. And you'll see why. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has that specific definition. Mm-hmm. Let me read that again. Bisexual is an individual attracted to people of their own and opposite gender. Mm-hmm. Okay. T. T is for transgender, a person whose gender identity differs from their assigned sex at birth. Okay. Now, this is the long version that I've seen traveling on the internet. So it has multiple of the same letters. So it's not been used in common day like language at all. But anyways, there's a second T. Mm. Transsexual, an outdated term that originated in the medical and psychological communities for people who have permanently changed their gender identity through surgery and hormones. So that's for transsexual. So we don't use that anymore. We use transgender Mm -hmm. and, you know, we could say pre-transition or post-transition. That's usually what Mm -hmm. I've heard of. Post. Yeah. So and it's transition, you know. But versus they were using transsexual, transsexual. I think, for the whole like mm-hmm. the post type of thing. Alright, so the cute queer. And this was an interesting this term. This one confused me for a while. Yeah, because when I was younger, queer meant weird. Like you're just right. weird. And then it started getting associated with 
the LGBT community. Yeah, I thought like, oh, that's fucked up. Why are they trying to do that? That's what I thought. I know. <laughs> and then it and then it was like people would use queer as weird, but then it was like associated with gay, and it's like, yeah, hold so up, thought, I'm not calling you gay. And then like gay became an offensive. Right. Like, <laughs> that shit fucked me off. Yeah, man. but yeah. Queer meant weird when I first heard of the language. And then once it got, because again, it was LGBT and then it was LGBTQ. Mm. So then I was like, well, what the fuck is queer? <laughs> like, like, I mean, it was confusing for a while. And then it was like, you can't call the whole group gay. Now you call the whole group queer. And I, That's what and I'm saying. I, like, if anybody listening, help a, help a brother out. No, I know no, about th- some stuff. This, this Back is, in the day, I didn't know about This nothing. was my first reaction to the word mm-hmm. queer. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm confused. But again, queer. Oh, I didn't, I didn't actually Because I know it. these things evolve. So like, if there are stuff that I'm missing now, even that, I know it's like a blind spot because I'm not always there in the community. Mm-hmm. Even though I have clients. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So I, I never gave the definition. I, but this was... My first reaction to queer, but now I've come to understand what the definition they give is. So Q for queer is an umbrella term to be more inclusive of the many identities and variations that make up the LGBTQ plus community. Hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I get that now. (laughs) It was really confusing at first. And I'll kind of explain it after I go through everything. Um, The next Q, again, this is on the not spoken about, like, not the acronym that's used in common language. The next cue is questioning. Mm, I've heard of it. Mm -hmm. The process of exploring and discovering one's own sexual orientation, gender identity, and or gender expression. Which makes me wonder what's the difference between gender identity and gender expression. Well, you identify as? Uh Uh-huh. You identify as a man maybe you express yourself as a woman. Like, if you dress a certain way. But why would you... Mm. My my thought was, why would you identify as a man, then, if you like to express yourself as a woman? That's your feminine side. It's your expression. It's just like how, for me, like, there's certain things that society would consider feminine. Mm -hmm. Like, me doing poetry or whatever. That's me expressing my feminine side. People be talking about you're feminine because you're in touch with your emotions. No, that's called being smart and introspective. I know, but in that same way, like the way that that's seen as feminine. That's because of fucking white people. I'm sorry. But like the, the mind, that's white people and that's man. The mind is the man and the body is the woman and therefore they're both like the mind and man is more. So being in touch with your feelings is a body thing, and because that's equated to feminine or woman, that's why it's not appreciated. Sorry, had a moment. <laughs> I don't even know what my point was no more. <laughs> uh, you were talking about being attached. To, we were talking about gender All right, expression. So, yeah. So yeah, that's if that's my way of expressing my femininity. It's accepted in some forms of society, but it's not accepted in others. So. Dressing is not accepted. Mm. That's his form of expressing his femininity. Mm. But he can still identify as a man. So, like, a man wearing a skirt but doesn't want to be a woman. Yeah. Mm. He's like, look. That's like Jaden Smith. Yeah. He was. <laughs> so he, it's like, I don't judge it. It's just more like, I'm I'm more like, oh, shit, I didn't think you were going to express your... Uh, you're, uh, <laughs> yourself, you're, you're like yourself that. like that. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Your gender. I was like, oh, shit. 
So that's really what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Other people, though, because they they think of it as a different way, mm-hmm. or they never. Did they're like, nah, nigga, you trans or something? I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. And they they're confused by that. And that you know, some they fear what they don't understand. Okay, and I would just like to say, just because you don't understand something doesn't mean it doesn't exist, <laughs> and just because you don't understand something doesn't mean like it's not real. Oh yeah, but people don't think like that. <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't understand it, and I'm like, yet it's there, and I'll learn about it when I can, but I don't understand it right now. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was questioning. I is intersex. The individual whose sexual anatomy or chromosomes do not fit with the traditional markers of the female and male. So intersex is what we used to call and is no longer... Uh, politically correct to say a hermaphrodite but someone with both parts mm-hmm. so that would be intersex now that's the politically correct term to use i'm wondering if there are any celebrities or anybody who's famous who identifies yeah is that- i don't know i i felt like to begin with it wasn't that common like it was common enough yeah, that you knew rare. it but but yeah, because like with our medical stuff mm-hmm. today and what we can see coming, you know, I didn't think it was that common now. It's not very common, but... Like back in the day, I could totally see it. But like now you can see what gender you're having. If they can test for stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Alrighty. A. And this is not the A that's commonly referred to if you do hear somebody say LGBTQIA. Ally. Typically a non-queer person who supports and advocates for the queer community. An, inv- an individual within the LGBTQ plus community can be an ally for another member that identifies differently than them. Also, there's two types of allies. There's a non-queer p- person who supports and advocates for the queer community. And then there's also someone who's in the LGBTQIA but doesn't identify as something else and can still support them. So, like, if you're a lesbian, you can still support trans gender, even though that's not how you identify. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. I mean, technically, we all should be supporting all of the shit. I know, right? (laughs) But you know how it is. <laughs> and I have heard, like, within the LGBTQ community, there being some difference, especially mm-hmm. for bisexual. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you either like us or you like them. Which one? I've, I have heard that. That shit's stupid. Yeah. That's what I like. We, did we go over P yet? Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> so the A that's more commonly used in the LGBTQIA is asexual, an individual who gender... And, yeah, sorry. <laughs> An individual who generally does not feel sexual desire or attraction to any group of people. It is not the same as celibacy and has many subgroups. So that means you just, like, instead of having a low sex drive, you just have no sex drive. Like, you just don't want to have sex. Like, that's not, that's not you. I don't know whether they're still, like, stimulated if somebody touches them, I don't know like what the physical reaction is, but I know mentally you're just like, now when they use asexual to refer to like different species, they use that word is used that the species can reproduce without having sex. 
So that's in science. That's what asexual is used for. But so like, cause I knew that first before I knew of asexual, like the identification. And I was like, well, then that makes sense. Cause if those species can reproduce without sex, then yeah, you wouldn't want it. You know, we're not evolved to that. Right. But I could understand not just not wanting to have sex. Right. Yeah. But I don't know about the physical stimulation if that still happened. Hmm. But I was. Mm. Yeah. So I, I was going to say I was talking to somebody hmm. and they were like, sometimes somebody who identifies as asexual will have sex just to keep the person there. Because right. most people don't mm-hmm. acknowledge a relationship without sex, like entirely. Right. So then it's like, that's not really them. You're doing something you don't like. Yeah. It's, it's kind of fucked. It's really fucked up, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, like, do not. <laughs> the the majority of the country does not see that. They don't understand that at all, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, P is pansexual. A person who yeah. experiences sexual, romantic, physical, and or spiritual attraction to members of all gender identities and expressions, not just people who fit into the standard gender binary. So... That makes sense to me. So this... So pans... People... When pansexual came out, people were like, what the fuck is that? How is that different from bisexual? Well, remember, bisexual is you're attracted to your own gender and your opposite gender. Mm -hmm. Whereas pansexual, they don't care about the, the... the gender assignment. Like, they are gender binary or non-gender binary. Right. They don't believe in it. There we go. They don't believe in the genders. Like, you can... It doesn't have to be the two. In terms of the attraction and romantic attraction. Yeah, like, they could um, be attracted to transgender, Mm -hmm. someone pre-transition and post-transition. And that makes sense. I get it. But for me, I'm pretty sure... Well, I'll talk about that later. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that, so it's LGBT. So, okay, just to go over them again. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual, queer, questioning, intersex, ally, asexual, pansexual. The most common acronym that's used within the community is LGBTQIA, which is lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, asexual. And then the more common and with the rest of America is LGBTQ, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer. And then queer is, you can also use queer instead of the acronym to be like, all oh, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So now that we defined it, we got all the terms right there. I know. There. That took like 20 minutes. I was going. Damn. I, I was, yeah. I was, I'm high. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so now that's over with, <laughs> we got to find. Uh, we were going to talk about our experiences with the the community LGBTQ. I'm going to use it, and, and from now on, that's um, West why I'm using. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. We went over everything. We went over everything. It's just quicker. Guys. Come on now. But God they have, they they have started adding the plus. So that way you can have LGBTQ plus and like, yo, yo look I, it up if you want. Yo, there we <laughs> Just go. for me talking. <laughs> right. So I'm going to be using LGBTQ and that's it for the purposes of this conversation. Or I might just say the community. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if y'all hear that, that's what I'm talking about. Because I'm going to get tripped up with them goddamn letters every I time. I may say the queer community for this episode. Yeah, there we go. Cool. All right, so we're going to talk about our first experiences with the queer, the queer community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about uh, present day experiences and then future experiences, things that we want to do, things that we are figuring out in terms of how we look at the world and the future of what this community needs and how it's going to look like. You know, before, a couple years ago, gay marriage, totally Oh, my God. Different. Like, when that you know, became legal? So, what's the future going to look like? Yeah. So, we're going to talk about that, too. So, um, I'm going to start with, uh, for myself, past experiences with the community. Um, but I guess I, I should first identify myself uh, presently as I talk. <laughs> So at the at the current moment, I am presenting as straight, black male, <laughs> heterosexual, heterosexual for sure. Um, and I, well, and your I, preferred pronouns? My preferred pronoun would be my <laughs> my brother. Oh my goodness! I would he or him brother. That's, that's call me that. Not if you're never mind. <laughs> exactly he or him is. Yeah. When you say prefer a pronoun, that means the singular version and the plural. Or no, it's the... I forgot what it is. He... What's him? Possessive. Yes. So it's like he or him, she or her, they or theirs. Those are like the options. Unless there's some that I don't know about. Yeah. So the ones that he identifies as his preferred pronoun is he or him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he talking about, brother. That's because that's why I usually <laughs> Anyways, um, how you doing, brother? Uh, <laughs> can I borrow some, brother? But see, that's not a he or him situation. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, damn, where was I? Oh, yeah, so that's how I identify. Um, and, yeah, when we were talking about pansexual, that's what I was going to say. I understand the concept of it, mm-hmm. but the the distinguishing thing for me is, like, anybody who would be, like, like for example, somebody who's trans, like, somebody who's trans would have to look really, really like a woman for me to be attracted to them. Mm-hmm. So it's not me really being oh, attracted to them. Oh, it's more me being attracted to that Their person. expression. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Um, I forgot to say. So transgender is someone who their gender identity differs from their sex assigned at birth. Cisgender is me. Is, oh, so that would be <laughs> someone whose gender identity is Matches. the same yeah. as their assigned sex at birth. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, he's cisgender. Okay. For sure. Um, early experiences. Early experiences. All right, so... At first, I didn't really know what the hell gay was. Like, we, when we were little, gay was, like, a derogatory, like, expression. Mm-hmm. But I never really had any hate between the community. It was like really just something that we used. And gay was used like stupid. Right. Like, mm-hmm. man, he's gay. Get the fuck out of here. Like something like that. That's mm-hmm. that, that would be how I would use it. Um, I never realized how bad that was to like people who were gay because I didn't think anybody was really gay. Mm. <laughs> and if they did, then, then when I started realizing like there was an actual thing, like this was like a, there were people mm-hmm. like assigned to this. I thought it was just like, People who were going through like a phase in their life, like people who like punk rock or something else like that. I really thought it was like a phase that people might have went through, and then they got out of it, and something else happened. When I was like really, really little, because mm-hmm. that's how I can inter- inter- I think interpret at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then at, at some point, I, I realized, like, wait, this is, like, some shit. Like, there, people, there are actually people who are... There's who people are, behind the concept. Yeah, there's people behind the concept of this mm-hmm. shit. What the hell? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is some real shit. At that point, that's when I was like, I don't understand why we... I started questioning it, like most things. <laughs> I'm like, so wait, why we hate them? It's like, because, you know, they're like guys, man. I'm like, okay. Fuck does that guy do with me? That's what I used to think. Like, what the hell does that have to do with me? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, the other arguments would be, it's not natural, man. It's not natural. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, I guess that, that is kind of true. It's not natural. Then I did my research, and I was like, there are plenty of other animals mm-hmm. that actually have sex with, have the, sex same with sex. the same sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, that's literally within nature. So, motherfucker, mm-hmm. how are you going to say it's not natural? Exactly. So I'm like, so why are we making up all these excuses? Why does it fucking matter so much? And then the, the argument against marriage and all this other shit mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, you know, the sanctity of marriage. Like, I don't mind if they're together, but, like, don't call it marriage. And I was like, well, what's the big deal they didn't call it marriage? So all the stuff I was questioning at a young age, and that brought me to the conclusion of where I am now, where it's like, now I am a proud ally. Mm-hmm. I think before I was always an ally, I was just trying to figure out, like, where I was. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know, again, being in the context of the society that I'm in, mm-hmm. I didn't know how fucked up the shit was until until later. Yeah. Um, and that was most of my past experiences. There were some gay people, obviously I went to the same band, there were some gay people in my school. Mm-hmm. They weren't treated very well. You know, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be honest with you. They were not. I remember shit like that. And I remember at that time, I was like, that's where I guess I, I, I kind of figured it out. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, I don't like the way that they're being treated. Like, it's for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it was fucked up. It was really fucked up. I didn't really get it. And then there were a lot of guys who I felt like the, they were always like always like antagonize them. And like mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, what's up with you? Like, why are you always want to like? Why are you hating so much? I was like, you you, you overcompensating yeah, something. Yeah, what's going on with you, <laughs> bro? Like you always trying to start with them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's some other I like you know some people that were taking out their aggression. Because they weren't able to express themselves in that all male environment too. So, mm. and then one of my friends, um, hmm, I don't know if I should put him out there or not. Cause I don't know if he's put you himself out there. Don't or not. say his name. <laughs> oh no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I was just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends in high school, um, we all thought or assumed he was gay. And, like, we had to sit down, like, we was all like, yo, if you are, we cool. We don't give a fuck. Like, we still your boys. No, that's lovely. Yeah, he still, he said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not, like, I promise y'all, I'm not. I think he still is. Mm-hmm. I think he's, I think he's come out now. Um, but don't But I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And we're not really that close for me to even ask like that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, that's how I felt then. I think mm-hmm. we had, at that point, like, by the time we were graduating high school, I think we all had that mindset. And I remember my boy Chris had a roommate in college, his first roommate, was gay. And that changed his whole experience of everything. (laughs) (laughs) But those are really my early experiences. Other than that, other than church, which was just like, you know, typical church stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was my experiences. Like, I didn't have, I've had friends who, again, like I thought were gay. I have friends now who are, are a lot of lesbian 
<laughs> I have a lot of lesbian friends at the moment, but yeah, that's that's how it was in the past for me when it came to the community. For you, how was your past experience? So I'm trying to remember like my first exposure. Yeah, it's kind of to... hard. Huh? And honestly, now mind you, I wasn't that young. I might have been like ten or something, but. <laughs> Stumbled across one of my Stumbled. dad's Stumbled. porn DVDs. Okay? Motherfucking so, search. Scavenge. I did porn. not. It was like I was looking for something else that there was. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, Here's unfortunately, I think that was my first exposure to two women being together. Ooh. And, um, yeah, I can't remember an earlier time than that. I really can't. So, yeah. It was like late elementary going into middle school. That was that was my exposure. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I do not remember it any other time. Um, like the concept of, like, you know, putting a name on it type of thing. That was, yeah. But anyways, so in high school, I actually did have friends who were, both of them were bi. No, I knew, I, like, my close in my circle were two bisexual women. Um, but I didn't know somebody else who identified it as a lesbian, but that came out later. Like, we had, had suspected, mm-hmm. and then it came out later. Type hmm. of thing. Um, also, and I was cool with it. Obviously, my friends were bi. And then it, it, that was, like, freaky because... And I don't, you know, I think this was young. I, what about women trying new things and just exploring? It's more acceptable for women to do it than it is for men, especially at a young it sure age. Is. But I think, like, I don't know if the women still identify as such, but, and I don't know if they were exploring. I, I really don't. Because I would define this as cheating, but my one friend had a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and her girlfriend was my other friend. And then that girlfriend had a boyfriend. And I was like, I feel like this is wrong. But then there's also polyamory, mm-hmm. which we did not talk about. But but I know that then. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know how y'all doing that. Because these are like still relationships. But for the polyamory community, you have a primary relationship, a secondary relationship, and so on. So there is like different levels to the shit. Because could you imagine being in like five primary relationships? Hell That's no. just a lot of work. But anyway. <laughs> That's why I don't cheat. Like, so, so that was, got that, that was my friend group in high school. And I was cool with it. I was definitely very open. I don't even remember when they first brought it up because I, I was so cool. And the reason I was so cool with it is because as a black woman living in America, I already have two strikes against me mm. as far as dealing with some kind of discrimination. Mm. Okay. And I had lived in a majority white area. That's what I moved to after I was 10 years old. So I was like, I don't want to discriminate against anybody else. That shit's retarded. I know how it feels. Right, right. (laughs) So I'm not going to discriminate against Latinos. I'm not going to discriminate against Muslims. I'm not going to discriminate against the queer community. I'm not going to discriminate against... What was the other group? Asians. Because, like, I knew people around me who was, like, hella racist towards Asians, Latinos, and Muslims. And I was like, the fuck? And then with the queer community, it was coming from the religious aspect. 
My mom would say, yeah. you know, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, and all this other shit. Yeah. All they have is like that's why I, well, I realized what when you break it down, like I was questioning stuff. Mm-hmm. All they have is little slogans and, yeah. and then little shit that once you think past it for two seconds, it's like well, one makes sense. One, I already didn't really like. I identified as a do- uh, agnostic in high school, so I wasn't even fully with Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you saying this shit? Why would it make me? You're hate. You're judging someone. Like, <laughs> ain't. <laughs> Like, ain't that against something? Like, isn't it a sin to judge or something? I don't know. Because God is hella judgmental. Everybody picks and chooses, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. (laughs) But, um, but yeah. And then people would say, oh, they're not born that way. They choose that and stuff like that. And it was just, I'm not about to, like, I know what it's like to live in this world. So I'm not going to make it harder for them. Mm -hmm. Like, the fuck? Makes no sense. So, always fighting for the people. Uh, you know, especially who don't have right. a voice, you know. I don't get this shit. Like, this this impulse to punch people who are below you. Exactly. Like, the like, fuck? That was Look not... the fuck up at who's got their boot on you. Exactly. It, and I knew the boot. So I was like, I ain't about to do shit to oh. nobody else. But anyways, so that, you know, that's why I was cool with it. I was like, yo, do you. And again, you do you over there don't got shit to do with me. So why I care? <laughs> you know? But That's what I'll be saying. Exactly. Exactly. Like, if, some two, if two lesbians mm-hmm. are having sex right now, how the fuck is this affecting me? Like, like not in the room. Like, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that would, it, be, that would be affecting me. <laughs> in their house. Like, like down the street from you. Yeah, like down the street from you. Like it, it, I could be having it right now. And how the fuck would that affect? My exactly, life? you know. And for those who say, um, you know, it's not natural. Again, I was very much into. Evo- I was in, very much into evolution. I was very much into studying other species. So I, I remember I was watching some documentary. And there was this Indian kid playing soccer, and he had a foot growing out the middle of his chest. And he's playing soccer, and that thing was just flapping along. Wait. And I'm like, if that shit could happen, anything else could happen. Now, that might not be natural. <laughs> I, well, it was a twin. And there's, I, I watched tons of documentaries of, oh, like, okay. twins growing, mm-hmm. and, like, one stops growing, and the other one does. So then it's, like, some remnant oh, of wow. the child. Or, it's attached to an artery or something that can't be removed. Yeah, or, like, the, the you know... Twins that has two heads in one body. Right, like, right. I was watching this shit. So, I'm like, all this shit has happened in the world. So, I don't question anything else happening. So, right. And why make anybody's life worse? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's I like, know, it's all unnecessary shit. Like, even if you believed all that, oh, it's a choice or all oh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. How is it affecting you, bruh, bruh? You're really just making shit up. It's just hurting your feelings because some book told you something. Yeah, and but see, that's that's where I would get into arguments with about the birth versus choice because again, I also mm. knew a lot of people in the queer community, and I knew the shit, especially the gay guys. I've had several gay men come out to me what? before they told me, but <laughs> before they told anybody what? else. Wait, why are you? Okay, I guess yeah, maybe because I'm so open and I'm accepting, mm. and I like make it known too. Like interesting, yeah. That I'm I'm open and accepting type of thing. So yeah, I've had several, and I'm and I'm just like so I know this shit, especially gay men, especially in the black community. Jesus, we got issues <laughs> with our masculinity. I mean, okay, people, we do. just understand the slavery impact on the black man. Okay, wow. just yeah, they used to. just 
think about that. Okay. So I understand what is behind hypermasculinity, but still we need to get our shit together. But anyways, so as a gay black man or a gay man of color, I, I know the circumstances. So I was like, they would not choose that. Yeah, I don't think it would ever be anybody's choice given the context of the society. Like, if, if you're born into a system that hates you, you don't choose, choose to be hated. Right. Like, if if you had a choice, you'd be like, nah, go on the other way. Right. <laughs> like, I ain't doing this shit. So, I, I feel like you just love who you love. And, okay, you know, the, the standard hashtag is love is love. Mm-hmm. While I say yes, I will also say that... You don't just fall in love in first sight. I don't believe in that. I believe you do have to get to know somebody to fall in love. So therefore, if you're spending time with someone to get to know them, and the possibility of love is there, like you're putting yourself in that position. All right. Okay? Versus just being attracted to someone. When you're attracted to someone, that's not you choosing anything. You're just attracted to them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you... You, you cannot have any interaction with that person and still be attracted to them, okay? Exactly. That's, so, that's, that's not something you can help. So, when they say they would choose that, and even with the love piece, you can't help who you love. I'm like, nah, you can't. <laughs> you ain't have to go on dates with that person. <laughs> you know? So, I think the attraction is what, by birth, we cannot control. Right. And it's okay. Be attracted to who you're attracted to. Like, it's okay. Well, so that's where my advocacy for them and support has come up. Um, I did have, I think it was two cousins. It's two cousins now. It might have been one cousin then who had been dating boys and then she started dating a girl. You know, I don't know if there's anybody in my family who's come out. I'm sure. Oh, no, I I got some lesbian cousins. I would see them, especially as I got older, I would see them at the reunions and stuff. But a lot of my younger cousins, well, younger from the elders, but, but like I'm also the baby of the... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I got, like, people in their 30s right now. Or people a little bit older than me, late 20s type so of thing. So, all, all the people who are, like, adults that have kids and all that ever... And not, well, not when I was growing up. No, I'm saying, like, the ones in my, in my oh, family now. They, oh. they didn't grow up with it being open. or oh, having this but they've... Once they've separated and, like, lived their own adult life. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. So, maybe in the future, very soon... The next four or five years, I'll see some of my family members come out. Maybe, but yeah. So mine, I, just, just in terms of like pure statistics, yeah, there's yeah. no way there's nobody in my family. Yeah, not. yeah, yeah. That's so. true. <laughs> Somebody's got it. It was like <laughs> it was a couple everybody knew about on my mom's side, but but I'm speaking about a cousin on my dad's side in particular. Like she was dating a dude, and then she randomly started dating a woman, mm-hmm. and like we went. To, it was like a function at her house, at her mom's house. And, like, that was the gossip within the family. <laughs> and I'm like, because they didn't understand, I don't think they understood bisexuality. Because they were like, oh, was she straight, now she's a lesbian? Mm-hmm. So they it's, didn't, it's they, like, yeah, they didn't understand yeah, that concept. I, I think that, I don't know why that, that upsets people. They're like, no, you got to be, they get yeah, mad. Yeah, that's they get a mad. big one. <laughs> they get and, really mad about that. And I'm definitely on the concept of it being, homo- like, homosexuality and heterosexuality being a spectrum. Yes, thank you. Thank you yeah, for that. Yeah. Oh, whew. thank you. Yeah, I'm I'd be so mad at myself that. for not and, saying and that. And even with gender identity as well, I do think it's a it's a spectrum. Because think about 
like if you're actually in tune with the energy within your body in your body you have both feminine and masculine energy within right, you right, and it's a it. spectrum from which you express type of thing but yeah like they're, they're both spectrums whether it's sexuality or gender okay both spectrums so i was kind of i was like you know it was filtering in but i still questioned it and i was like i mean she could like a woman now like that's who she's attracted to. Right. She's attracted, attracted to her to. spirit. Yeah. Like, okay. But I did have, there was a lot of shame that was taught to me and a lot of judgment that was taught to me about the queer community. Even though I'm this person who's for any minority being discriminated against. Right. Pretty much. Um, therefore, uh, I used to identify as a straight cisgender woman with the pro preferred pronouns of she and her um mm -hmm. as far as the cisgender that's that's cisgender woman that's still preferred pronouns still she and her mm -hmm. but um i don't know if i would identify as straight anymore which would put me in the questioning and if you must know <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it would be the questioning of bisexual um, and we talked about before mm -hmm. the podcast that whether or not I was going to say this. And at first I was like, no, the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm still questioning. Like, I don't know, nigga. Like, can this be a personal journey? Right. Um, and not, I mean, no, sorry. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> I call them different things outside of the podcast, but, um, uh, several nicknames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was like, it's a personal journey. Why the fuck would I say that on a podcast? But at the same time, after, like I said, that statement, I felt icky. Because for my podcast, it's all up, it's it's so real. Like, it's all about being real and being truthful and stop leaving the bullshit, you know? Exactly. And I was like, I don't feel right having an episode about this topic and not saying anything. And I was also like, not a people listen. So, <laughs> but you know, this might be an episode that's popular. <laughs> it might be. So, don't so call me. Don't breaking call, news. Don't call me breaking up. That's all I'm saying. Don't call me up. I'm working it out in therapy. That's not the only reason I'm in therapy, okay? <laughs> like, there are different reasons. To be yeah, there. exactly. But it is something I'm questioning. New episode alert. <laughs> and, I mean, I've never been with a woman, so that's why I'm like, I really, I don't know if it's a thing. I know that I'm attracted to women, and you can also, as a woman, find a woman good looking and not be attracted to her. Right. So just you, FYI, because you'd be like, she fine. Because I, I, I used to be very much in the like, I can admit a woman is fine and not be attracted to her. Right. I used to be very much in that. I'm still in that, but now I'm also realizing that I am attracted to some women. I am very picky. With the woman I'm attracted to, like, I really don't see how this is going to work. But anyways, <laughs> um, so I had those friends in high school and then college, um, with a relative, I started going to like gay clubs. Um, hmm. and then like, and then I met a friend towards my later years of college who did identify as bi. 
sexual. And we we would go to gay bars, and it was around the same time I was going out with that relative to gay clubs, and she had friends who were in the queer community. And it was just like, it was okay. Like, I, I was still, I still identified as straight during that time. Mm. But it did allow me, those, those friends, well, no, this was college. I wasn't, I did not say this stuff in high school. But the college friend helped me just be able to say, like, oh, she fine. And not think anything of it. Because I didn't say that with my friends at the beginning of college. At all. So she just, and then also, shout out to um, an ex who allowed me to say the same thing. Like, I would just be able to see a woman and be like, damn, she fine. Mm. Damn, she got a fat ass. Like, I was, especially with the the guy, because it was like, he, he would say that. Oh, he was an ex who was also a friend. But anyways, so <laughs> I was like, people probably like, wait, what a man? He talk about other women in front of you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that why y'all broke up? No. <laughs> 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 and I'm actually okay doing that in a relationship because, I mean, there are attractive people around us. We're going to look. I mean, I'm not insecure. So anyways. I like that. That's how it should be. Exactly. So I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever, I don't ever been like that. I've joked around. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever really felt like that. The only time I maybe felt like that was when my relationship was in shambles. <laughs> yeah. That, then you, you get insecure. Because <laughs> you know already something else is up. Exactly, um, exactly. But yeah, when my shit's going good, who the fuck if you look at nobody else? Because mm-hmm. look, you're going to look right back to me and yeah, I'll be right Like, here. who you going home with? Like, <laughs> so. If you are stupid enough, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> ask about what happened. You know. But, uh, so yeah, so it, it gave me permission to explore my attraction. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't think it wasn't until you, oh, mm-hmm. where we had that breakdown, well, me breaking down. And I, and I, <laughs> and I prefaced it with, I want to tell you something, but I don't want to tell you something. <laughs> and it was me finally admitting that maybe this attraction is something more. And that I don't fucking know. <laughs> so, questioning. I I was around people who gave me permission to explore a side of myself that I haven't been able to explore because of the shame and judgment that has been put on it around me. Even though I'm an ally. Even though I'm an advocate and support for gay rights and gay marriage before there was gay marriage. You know, um... Even though, like, I could do it for others, I didn't feel safe enough doing it for myself. That's what I do a lot with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'll do that all the time when it comes to advice I give people of, like, you should do this, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But when it comes to me, man, it's really hard to do it. Something like that happened yesterday. It has nothing to do with this situation, so I won't bring it up. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. So, I don't. Well, how does it, how does it feel to put it out there to the world? Again, do not call me. I really don't <laughs> want to talk about it with you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me figure it out, okay? Because um, I do have to unpack a lot of shame and judgment sure. that has been tied to it. Sure. And um, do not feel the need to show this to my parents. <laughs> I don't want to have that conversation with them either because they're the ones who put a lot of that shame and judgment. And I remember a conversation I had in high school where, I again, mm-hmm. I was very vocal about me being an advocate. So... 
I, you know, posted stuff on my Facebook feed and my dad was my Facebook friend. And it was about like pro gay rights and pro gay marriage. Right. And like for and then I would like have discussions because I knew people in the queer community and people would be dogging on them. So I'd be defending them and I would post that. So anyways, my friend from high school was a white woman or white girl dating a black guy Mm -hmm. and her parents were low key racist. They didn't even like me. So I just had her over and we were having that conversation about like the white and black. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I was talking to my parents about that conversation I had with her. And I was saying, well, what if I brought a girl home to like equate it to the white parents, black guy Mm -hmm. with the parents, who are straight and know all the only straight bringing home the opposite sex type of thing. And then of course my mother was like, Oh my God, no, what did I do? What did I do? No. And then my dad was like, I knew it. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) See, but that's the shit. And and he was like, because you be posting all that pro gay rights stuff. I knew you had to be. And I'm like, dad, you can be pro gay rights without being gay. (laughs) The fuck? I am. Shit. You know. Post me that shit. So. We Exactly. Like, like no. <laughs> at that time, at that time, I still identified as straight. Now, as far as the, the birth versus choice thing, mm-hmm. I did not choose this. Hello. I just said I'm unpacking a lot of shame and judgment. But, um, right. and safety to be vulnerable, you know, type of thing. But I do think, and I think it was there. And I denied that part of myself. Type of thing, because going back, especially with therapy, I'm realizing all the times where this could have been something, and I was afraid to explore it. I was afraid to admit it to myself, you know, all that stuff. So, hmm. yeah, so that's that's past. We almost out of time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is an important episode for a lot of reasons. Yeah, uh, and as 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 the ally that I am, I shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cause look, I, you're questioning, which means you're further in the community I am. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. <laughs> so, like I said, I defer to you. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's what it is. I think that's what I like about being an ally, and why I wish a lot of white people would fucking understand when it comes to oh, the black community. and that's another thing. I I mean, this was outside of the community, but we can talk about president in a minute. But um. Black people have been isolated from the LGBTQ community. So they've been having to do like a QPOC, a queer persons of color type of thing. I'm like, really though? (laughs) Racism still exists in an already marginalized community. What the fuck is your problem? (laughs) The fact that you still can't see that. Like, no, we're different, but we're like white different. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Now, I have had the conversation with other black people about um, being a uh, queer person of color or queer black person. Yeah, I wanted to address this because that's why I want some more people Mm -hmm. who I could give resources to because, like, there needs to be a hub Mm -hmm. of just, like, black, queer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, in Oakland, I'm started just because of present experience. I have a lot of clients who are queer people of color. Um. So, I've been getting exposed to the, it's a small ass community yeah. type of thing. But in in specific reference to the black community, the concept of a gay man, the gay is not the new black. No, it's not. 
And I think that was coming up a lot of the time when before gay marriage got legalized. And that's and that's because, you know, it was a new discriminative minority. Like yeah. a new minority is getting discriminated against. And since black people are at the bottom, like we were like, Oh, gay is the new black. Or Hispanic is the new black. No, it's no, not. It's not. Or Muslim is the new black. They were saying all this shit. But in in specific to gay being the new black that, that does not have to be a visual representation. Like, transgender, post-op, or pre-op, maybe that does, because there have been times. Mm-hmm. There have been times in history where they've murdered trans, like, black trans, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, like, a case, and none of the news outlets were reporting it. And then also, where gay men were being um, tortured, murdered, all that stuff. Um, so I will say that. There has been actual acts oh, yeah, for sure. of There's terror towards like towards the queer community. But <sighs> in terms of too. walking on the street, <laughs> you know, just, it's yeah. not the same. Color of your skin, I'm asking. Exactly. It's not the same. People may have to do some digging to figure out how you identify in right. the queer like, community. With, with a lot of people in that community, and not all, I'm not saying all at all, <laughs> like that, not even close, but there's something of a bit of a confusion and like what the hell's going on, and that leads to frustration and that leads to anger. With yeah, black, it's like un- it's an identified, yeah. this is a sign to you already. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is a sign to you. Within that community, there's a lot of fluidity, naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of the point. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always some like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, it's. And then once you either figure it out or don't figure it out, you get angry depending on your mm-hmm, response. Mm-hmm. With black people, it's like... Instant, yeah, yeah. You already had the idea in your head. You're either bad mm-hmm. assumption of black person or you're whatever else assumption is. Mm-hmm. But usually the bad one's there. And you have to go work your way from that conclusion. Like, oh, wait, it's bad, but I don't want to be racist, so let me not cross the street. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. That's where you have to work your way from, that conclusion mm-hmm. of bad black person. Exactly. So it's not the same, no. Yeah. No. And black people are still marginalized within the queer community. So Yeah, so you gotta deal with that one. And, <laughs> and see, and, and that was another thing that's probably why I denied the shit. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm a black woman. I'm Double already jumping. got two strikes. Yeah. I can't and then I'm like a non Christian. So like I'm like striking out here. But she moved to the right place because God on the East Coast is not great. At all. That I mean I I didn't move here for that right. specific reason, but, but it is definitely, is, a plus yeah, it's definitely a plus because it's definitely conservative and heteronormative and just heterosexual and shaming and just Christian, black Christian. Yeah. You can't like, and, I, and I've had conversations with um, people in the queer community who are black and who are still Christian. And it's all the concept of love. Like that's the faith is love, you know? So they're like, I don't, I may not connect myself to the Bible, but I connect myself to the religion or I connect myself to God and, you know, stuff like that. So I did want to say, um, shit, I forgot. (laughs) 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 It was something about discrimination. Um, Is it compared to uh, the struggle between black and uh, LGBTQ? No. It was something I wanted to tell the audience not to do, but I don't hmm. remember. 
Don't discriminate. <laughs> right? Lo- like, love literally is love. Oh, PDA. PDA. When, when you see two oh, gay yeah, men man. kissing or I'm, two I'm, women so, kissing so this... or anybody in the transgender, like, anybody just doing, you know, physic, uh, public displays of affection. Don't say don't do it or physically try to break them up. Don't yeah, say, oh, my God, this makes me so happy to see you kissing because it means we've come so far. Don't say that shit either. Yeah, that's annoying. That's you thinking you're an ally and you're not. <laughs> um, or you trying to compensate for the fact that you actually don't really feel that way. True. But, like, if, and I'm saying don't do this, if you don't do all of that when a man and woman are kissing. Because I'm going to say, I don't like PDA regardless of what you identify as. Yeah, I don't really like Like, a quick peck is cool. Kiss, kiss. All right, handle your business. That's cool. But if you slobbing each other down, I really don't care how you sexually identify or gender identify. Go get a damn room. (laughs) Well, they fine. Now, again, two women women. are more acceptable to society. But, and, and I will two say, I will kids. say that I did have the knee-jerk reaction, like, uh, when two men were kissing. I and still I, do. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what that is. It's probably something I got to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have that. And I, and I think that's because of the masculinity and femininity. Like, we still associate men with masculine. So if you see two men who we already attach to masculine doing something feminine, such as kissing... Cause, and I say it's feminine just because it's emotional, mm-hmm. which is associated. Like I'm doing it right now. I, I know. Did it. I just did it. Oh, so the knee jerk. Yeah. Yeah. But so but that's what I'm saying. I think that's where it's coming in. Our connection to masculinity and femininity. That's I feel. That's where my knee jerk reaction was coming in. But the more it's been exposed to me, like I've I've watched movies like strictly about gay men type of thing. So. I'm less and less it's happening to the point where I can see it and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm not there. I don't know what it is because that I know is a, a subconscious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad it's not it does not affect directly or bleed over to like me discriminating against that community because I've had clients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried to see from their perspective and widen my perspective on a lot of things. So I'm glad I've been able to grow from that. Mm-hmm. But there is something about that, like that is just still within me. So I, as I'm thinking about this, I'm wondering if other people who struggle with like racism and other shit, what if they're like at this stage where it's like, man, I'm good, but like I still keep having these thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's their struggle, man, and um. I appreciate you. <laughs> they won't listen to this shit. <laughs> right. I always do this, like as if people are trying to be as empathetic as I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think maybe they're not. Well, acknowledge your bias. That's the first step. Is you have yeah. to I'll be honest with yourself and acknowledge your bias, so you can begin to explore it. Yeah, I, I definitely got that one. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think I'm, I'm all right. I think I'm doing all right. I'm trying, trying to fight back, y'all. I was raised this way. <laughs> I was raised this way. Um, 
It was a big day when gay, gay sorry, I don't know what is going on with my speaking today. When gay marriage became legalized, that was a big day. Although at the time, something with Black Lives Matter was going on, so people were like, distraction, and oh, they can be happy for this. And then like a lot of people who were black in the queer community came out and was like, yay, I can now get married, but I can still be killed. Right. You know? So... If you're black and queer, it's a journey. I know. <laughs> Many facets to you. But, um, but yeah, but it was a big day because I do believe that, especially in like you motherfuckers who are against gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> One, again, what the fuck does it have to do with you? Two, <laughs> Two, um, shit, gay marriage. If a man and a woman can fuck up their marriage and get a divorce, let them. And then, like, if they want, if people in the queer community want to do that too, let them. Like, it don't got shit to do with you. Like, if you're not saying anything about a man and a woman getting married when they shouldn't, getting divorced, like, if they want to get married, let them get married. Shit. This is what I don't get. And, and, and the thing is, it comes usually from people who are seen as conservative mm-hmm. and want their, like, state rights bullshit. It's just, like, it, this is what I mean by, like, the, the, the thought process never applies because of empathy. Mm-hmm. And that's literally a, a block of your intelligence. Mm-hmm. Your, your inability to empathize blocks your ability to be smart. Because you can't logically think outside of your own box. Mm-hmm. Or like think about different perspectives. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And for example, when it comes to this shit, they're like, oh, I want my right to have all these guns and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, these are things that I need. How is this affecting you? What really, guns are affecting a lot of other people exactly. outside of the people who are carrying them and mm-hmm. advocating for their rights. Mm-hmm. Gay marriage, you can't point to any statistics that do that. Yeah, you strike, you fighting hard as fuck for mm-hmm. them guns. Mm-hmm. But you're, and, and in the same breath, fighting hard as and hell. Then, and married. then, that's what pissed me off as well. Because yeah. I was specifically going hard for gay marriage uh-huh. in high school. Is when, it was like against, like, it was going to the Supreme Court at some point. Like, it's unconstitutional. Because you're basing a law off of fucking religion. What happened to the separation of church mm-hmm. and state? Mm-hmm. Like, you have, other than religion, you have no ties to say that that man can't marry a man. Like, Mm -hmm. you literally can't, which is why it became unconstitutional, and they could get married, because it was fucking ridiculous. So, there was that. There was also the thing about exposure. A lot of people are against having homosexuality in advertisements or movies because, oh, my child's going to be exposed to it, and they're going to become gay. But again, that's going on the choice thing. Now, yes, being around people in the queer community allowed me permission to explore part of myself, but it was already there. That's the point. (laughs) And the reason why it's making so many people uncomfortable is because there is a large segment of the population who is on a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And they're afraid to see how far in that spectrum they are. Mm -hmm. So any little thing that they get exposed to, they're like, no, let me reject it because... If I go down that road, who knows how far it will be? Well, no, I've had parents who don't want their children hanging around anybody in the queer community because right. they're afraid their children are going to be it. And like, it's like might. a bug that they can catch. 
Like, and, and the reason why they might is because they naturally might be further on the spectrum than you like. That might just mean like, oh, I like, I like trying this thing at this one time because I wanted to see how it was. I, I didn't really like it, or I did like, like it a little bit. I, somebody was jumping on a trampoline. Hmm, I like to jump on a trampoline because I didn't know a trampoline exists before exactly. I saw this person jumping on it. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Now, some some children, without being ever exposed to it, do bring up their sexuality or their gender, mm-hmm. and they know nothing of it. So you can't say that it's just being exposed to it, okay? Yeah. There's that. <laughs> and then um, with trans um, bathrooms or inclusive bathrooms. Oh, yeah. I where never they, got that shit either. Where Again, they don't care. that does not really affect you. Because there have been plenty of men hurting Boys in the same male bathroom. Mm-hmm. And forget that. Let's check back on these Catholic priests again. I don't trust them. Exactly. And if you're worried oh about God, a man who's transitioning to be a woman going into the woman's bathroom and hurting you, that person ain't worried about you. That person is worried enough about them being, one, actually seen as a woman, and two, not getting beat up by a man who's threatened by the whole masculinity thing. And this doesn't really make any sense. Okay, so here's the scenario. Somebody wants to go into the bathroom to harm another woman. What do they do? They go into the bathroom to harm another woman. Like, nothing's going to stop them. Right. And that's a cisgender man identifying as a man going into a woman's bathroom. Okay? they're gonna If they want to do it, they're going to do it. All right, so what we're saying right now is... That we're fearing this thing as if it's a big deal just because all of a sudden there's going to be some small segment of the population mm-hmm. that's going to be trans. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense because if we were really worried about this this whole time. We always have locks on each front bathroom door mm-hmm. from the jump. Exactly. So we're not. You're just trying to move the goalposts of the conversation because you're fearful of that community. And just because it's unknown and you're afraid, doesn't and that mean argument, you have to you see hate. how quickly that argument got just fucking destroyed, exactly. though. Exactly. Because when you really think about it, none of these arguments are, are coming from a legit place. They're of not like, coming from a logical place. No, they're, they're not. They're all emotional. All emotional, and it's all based on fear exactly. and misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. So stupid. I'm all for. And then, like, I've had clients, child clients. That are coming in and they've had the conversations with their parents because their kids, like their friends, are um, trans. So, yeah. Like, they'll, they'll talk about it. Like, parents, you gotta talk about it with your kids. Whether you want to or not. And talk about sex whether you want to or not. Like, get a grip. <laughs> you need to just stop like, being so fearful exactly. of everything. Like, Jesus. Have open communication with your child so your child is not in fear or in shame of something. Jesus. Like, love your child. And for the parents, oh, I'm very big on this. I'm very passionate about this. And this probably makes sense because I'm questioning. But um, for the parents who don't love their child or disown their child for identifying in the queer community, fuck you. You're not real parents. Mm. Because if you're a real parent, you love your child. No matter what. So fuck you. Like you can't even say. You can't even own up to being a parent. If that's your fucked up position. But there's a lot of people who are parents out here who shouldn't be so. Yeah. that's the. Which is another thing. With 
Um, pe- Adoption and everything. Yeah, people against um, homosexual Man, or same-sex. This topic goes deep. I know. <laughs> I know. We're running over, but just bear with us. Um, same-sex couples adopting a child. So um, so some of the studies, not all of them, but I remember there were at least a decent amount said that the outcomes were actually better for same-sex uh, I think males, mm-hmm. males, males or couples. I don't know, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the outcomes for their children. <laughs> so it's even better. And then the others were like the same. Mm-hmm. So it's either better or the same, never were worse. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and again, it's because of this concept of exposure. You think, oh, a little boy growing up with two boys is going to want to be gay because he's being raised by fathers. And let... Like, you don't say anything about the single mothers raising the father, I mean, raising the boy who doesn't have male representation around him. Or if it's anything where it's the same, like, oh, it's a single mom and a daughter, and oh, she's going to want to be gay. Like, no, none of that shit makes sense. It's not exposure, okay? <laughs> like, the person's going to be who they want to be regardless. And mm. they may just do it without your knowing. Like, <laughs> right. But, but yeah, that's, and then what pisses me off is people heterosexual people are making those babies abandoning those babies and you're refusing to let a couple who wants a child adopt them right again fuck you and now again that has (laughs) them adopting the child has nothing to do with you but in fact a heterosexual couple already abandoned them so fuck your ability to have a child okay so (laughs) Talking about it's not natural and shit. You ain't doing shit with them shit. You are literally, <laughs> not only is it not affecting you, you're not having a negative impact on someone. Like, that where child, are you adopting children? That child is now left without two Exactly. People. So, not only are you just injecting yourself in the conversation that has nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. you're adding to the negativity and adding to some destruction into the world of this child's life because you have some ideology that says... People who are attracted to the same sex are, or the same gender mm-hmm. are inferior or to be feared mm-hmm. or should be second-class citizens because of some fucking book? Nah, fuck that, yo. I'm done with that shit. I can't wait to be really done with that shit. Mm-hmm. Some of these old motherfuckers need to die, yo. <laughs> yo, they need old to mentality. go. Old mentality, yeah. They need to go. And then these young, these young And then another thing that irritates me is that I've questioned things all of my life. Just like... So what's wrong with them? Why is a book called a book? Yes, it may have been called Libre or Mm. something because of Latin, but no. Why did the people in Latin was like... Why why they decided to call it Libre? Whatever the word is, you know? So, like, my nephew, um, his dad is against gay rights and mm. homosexuality. So therefore, my nephew is because he's believing everything that his father mm. is teaching him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't do that shit either. Where you're blindly following what somebody else thinks. Like, explore for yourself. Learn shit. Question shit. Challenge shit. This is what I'm going to do with my son. I'm going to want him to try to challenge me. I, I think it's a certain age. Not when he's <laughs> coming up. Oh my god, that's annoying. Yeah, no, no. They're questioning like they that young age, like three, four, five, six, when they just question everything and like nigga, I don't know the answer. Look it up. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that, though. I'm going to show my son how to look stuff up so he doesn't have to right? question me all You time. don't want to teach them what to think. You want to teach them how to think. There you go. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to teach him how to pick apart arguments, and I'm going to want him to try to pick apart arguments so he's good at it. Mm. And then when he wins an argument with me, um, <laughs> he's ready. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then he, I'm not saying he'll get what he wants, but I'm saying by doing that, you've shown me that you've thought out all the aspects of this mm-hmm. situation, which shows me that you've shown had enough maturity mm-hmm. to possibly handle the situation. Mm-hmm. And that, more than anything, will show me whether you're ready for it or not. Because mm-hmm. that will prove maybe some of my concerns like wrong. Maybe like, oh, I thought you were going to be prepared for this, and that's why I said you couldn't do, you couldn't go out, you couldn't stay out this late. Mm-hmm. If you said, I have, and the reason why is because I'm going to have this contingency plan, I'm text you this, and if you got all that, then I'm like, all right, cool. But that's how I'm going to work at at it through that lens when it comes to stuff with my son. I hope that trickles down to patterns of his behavior when it comes to, like, dealing with other people. And see... Because then he'll grow into that. As a a parent, what I want for my children is to be healthy, to be happy, and to feel loved. Right. That's what I want for my children. You don't gotta be like So some parents be like, oh my God, like I'm okay with other people being gay, but I hope to God my child isn't gay. I I just want my child to be happy. I really don't care what you're doing. I feel like maybe that's it. Hmm. Maybe I'm gonna have like, (laughs) this is weird. Because... Late, I I don't know why, but lesbian women, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get along with them very well. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know why, but we do. <laughs> um, so maybe that's it. Maybe I'm gonna have a daughter who happens to be lesbian. That would be kind of freaking cool to me. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. But that I like how how far I've come from that position to just like where I was as a young man because of how I was raised, you mm-hmm. know? And it was nothing that my parents said. My parents didn't really say anything, like, for or against it. They were more, like, neutral, mm-hmm. which is kind of what they did for some things. Like, obviously, they would nip some things in the butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like that they allowed me to explore things, and that's how I got to this conclusion because I wasn't really forced upon anything other than society <laughs> in general. But I was allowed to explore it, and slowly I got to this point where now I just admitted on air that I wish I had a vision about my future lesbian daughter. We'll see if that becomes real. That would be interesting. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I was just born with a rebellious, revolutionary spirit, so... That, yeah, that works. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it definitely was, you know, against in my house type of thing and in society so mm. I was just a rebel but um, um anything for future that you want to do for future for the future uh, oh shit I guess that was my future huh oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened naturally I didn't even plan that shit um yeah in the future I, I would like to s- <laughs> I guess I would like to see more of my family and maybe my direct family be included in that community if they are mm-hmm. and not have the fear of that going into this new generation. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want. And maybe that's what that thought was, a representation of this new generation under my brother and I. Mm-hmm. We won't have that stigma against anybody in that community in our family. So those are the past, 
our ancestors who may have been in there and been rejected mm. can come home. Mm. And those in the future will have a home to come home to. Mm. Powerful words. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that was. All right, I like it. I ain't know I was going to say all that. I'm just feeling it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, I plan to be an ally, an advocate, and support. I've I used to be a lot more so. Um, late, recent years, I've thrown a lot of my support for like black issues. Like I'm not even that deep into like women and feminist stuff. Mm. Like I'm like I'm black first before anything right, right. type of thing. Right. So I support you from a distance. I don't know if I'm gonna go out and march and stuff. Just because, like, yeah, you, I've realized... You don't even march for us no more. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so. Well, I have a thing with marching. But um, I'm like, who's the audience? How is this actually changing anything, you know? But um, for me, like, I've realized my purpose is to help black America. And that's where I'm deciding to put my time and energy. I still will, like, advocate for LGBTQ community. Um or anybody else who's being discriminated against, like Latinos or Muslims, like any yeah, of that. Sure. But I just I can't put energy towards it. No. Like I can have this conversation during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. I, I that's what I do like about the most and, and us having these community mm-hmm. focused um, periods of time, mm-hmm. so that we can address those things, even within the intersectionality of our own community. So us talking to the Black queer community. And having that be addressed and putting that on front street so that everybody can know that being black includes being queer. You know? It's all encompassing and we need to address oh, that too. Oh, and for all them damn hoteps, and I hate that hotep meant peace and I, we I, changed it to a derogatory I want, term. I want, to, I want to meet one of these people because I haven't seen them. I, God, because I'm very woke presenting i attract them <laughs> and i'm ad- like you identify as <laughs> no i don't not anymore they've trashed that fucking word but um but i've talked to them and like they're against because i want to i want to pick i want to pick them apart and I they, they're them against them. homosexuality because it doesn't produce a child and we need to build up the black family and black community and i'm at the point where i'm like look what kind of community would that Exactly, See? if we're excluding those already, of our own, already, you who know, make no ill will towards us. To... But my thing is, like, you, heterosexual people, have left children to fend for themselves. So if there's a black person mm-hmm. willing to incorporate that child into their black family... That's building I'm, the village right there, Exactly, so, like... Dumbass. Exactly, so I'm like, you fuck you. think that went through, huh? It only took two seconds, but you were too blinded by your own hatred, huh? Exactly, so... And again... <laughs> When you say it's not natural because they can't produce, there are asexual species that can produce without reproduction. So yeah, it may not be the norm. Your argument fails on many fronts, my friend. It may not be the norm, but nature is miraculous and anything is possible, okay? You're not used to it, so it scares you. Exactly. Maybe you have some skeletons in your closet. So you you need to let that shit go. Let go of the church. Let go of... Oh, and they be also saying that homosexuality is on the man's agenda, on the white man's agenda. Like, because then... Yeah, it is to distract your dumbass, like exactly. we're doing right now. Like, if we were actually practicing unity... Right. That's how it's distracting you, stupid motherfucker. You know? <laughs> I hate people who think they're getting it within, like, the system. They're like, mm-hmm. ha-ha, I got it. 
And then they don't. It's like they're in a maze, and it's like, ha-ha, I found the door to the next maze. And, like, again, showing you how much racism perceives is, like, when black people are isolated within the LGBTQ community. So then they're isolated from the queer community and from the black community. Like, no. (laughs) It doesn't work on either. It fucks them up both ways. Exactly. So. Oh, shit, we went way over. I know. (laughs) Thank you so much for bearing with us today. It was an exciting podcast. A lot of revelations. Yes. As you can see, I'm very passionate. Mm-hmm. And that may be because of that. But All right, I've always been passionate. But again, could it have always been there? And I've denied it. Don't know. But <laughs> please be an ally. If you have some thinking to do, shut up and think. Like, yeah. It's okay to think, guys. Exactly. I, I uh, recommend it. <laughs> you know? Because discriminating up. against people—that's not—that's not the way. One, how is that helping you? Like, <laughs> you always got—I always want people to ask that question. How the fuck is this actually helping my life? Right, or impacting my life? Hmm. Like, think about this shit. But um, trying to be an ally, trying to be a friend, maybe be family. I don't fucking. Right. But, you know, I, I think I, I would be invited to the cookout, but again, I don't even fucking know. So I don't even know if they have a cookout. Maybe it's called something different. I don't even know. These are the things. This is what I'm talking about. So until I get to that point, mm-hmm. I'm just shut the fuck up and ride for y'all when I can ride for y'all. And if y'all need me to ride up, you know, when I can, I will. If I can't, I'll be like, look, I, I support you from afar. Mm-hmm. And hey, good luck to y'all. Right? Like, I spread the word. If it's a myth, word. let me know. I can share I got you it. With I can that. talk about it. You At know? the very least, I got, with you. I got with you with that. Exactly. You know? um, so, with that, happy Pride Month. Um, remember to subscribe to our podcast channel, It's So Real. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We do have a Twitter now. Um, don't know how often we're going to be posting on Twitter. But... Right. Um, and for my uh, Twitter, I'm going to say this. like I have a personal Twitter, so if you do want to follow me on that personal Twitter, uh, you can request me. It's a private page, so you it depends on who you are, <laughs> for real. Uh, and that would be oh so smart, smart with two Ts. And then you can follow me also on Smart Love, talking about relationships on that Instagram account, Smart Love with two Ts, L-O-V-E. Um, and last but not least... Black Harmony. And that's um, at Black Harmony FHC. FHC stands for Family, Family Healing, Healing Center. Center, baby. Let's go. Um, and that is going to be our nonprofit for our Health and Wellness Center. Yes. So. So be sure to follow all those. Yes. And spread the word. Spread the word, y'all. We, and the reason I talked about my truth is because I do want to keep it real on It's So Real. Like, I want to be able to say the truth, spread the truth. And if you think it's not the truth, let me know. Let's talk about it. You know? Yeah. I'm yeah. always open. We're always open for some discussion. Good, good discussion. Know? Exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with a little discussion if mm-hmm. we disagree. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And it may give me a different perspective. <laughs> That's the point. We're exactly. trying to grow out here. What you doing? Exactly. <laughs> so with that being said, share, please. <laughs> and... Thank you for listening to It's So Real with your girl Rocky. And your boy Oak. You all have a beautiful day. Happy Pride Month, y'all. Peace and love to all.